Okay, so before we begin your Manicutter license test, will you show me how to safely turn on the engine? Okay, sure. Okay, so far so good. Feeling nervous? A little bit, but I think I got this. Hey, glad to hear it. All right, let's begin by having you take off. Okay, a little rusty there, but nothing out of the ordinary. We're, we're going to head south on this one-way ether current. I want you to mind the mana cutter approaching you on the left lane. Be sure to check your... Okay, okay, that was close, but we're okay. Oh, and now we're going the wrong way. I don't know what to do! P please, please don't panic. Just do a three-point turn off the starboard propeller and we will be Look fine. Starboard. Right, 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 watch out! What was that? I, I think you just hit a moogle. Oh, God! Stop the mana cutter! Okay! Wait, wait, we're falling. I meant landed. Don't just turn it off. Oh, no. Oh, Extend no. your landing oh, claws no. now. Oh, God. Uh. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, my leg hurts, but I'm fine. Oh, praise alone for airbags. Oh. oh, so did I pass? Well, let me tally all the marks here on my... Oh, wait, my clipboard was destroyed in that crash. So... Oh, why not? Welcome to the Ashgardian Royal Air Force. All right! Birds a storm of birds, and we're going to tell you about how we saved the world. This week on Stormbuds, we learn the true beginnings of the Dragonsong War, we learn about Lolorito's schemes, and we venture deep into Nidhogg's lair. Welcome to Stormbuds! I'm your warrior of light, Jerome Barbatsis. That, that's how I say my name now. Bob ba -ba Barbatsis. I'm Jerome Barbatsis, joined by my fellow... Co-warrior of light, Alex Hambrug. Good morning. Good morning. Definitely is morning. Look, I'm running out of greetings. Okay. <laughs> you don't maybe just <laughs> You don't have to you don't have to say different ones if you don't want to. Um <laughs> We are gonna go over a uh we're gonna do a mostly quest by quest. We're gonna we're just gonna talk about the Heavensward MSQ. Yeah, I don't know if we do qu the quest by quest thing anymore. We're just kind of proceeding we're just through kind what of vibing. We're going to talk mostly about the Churning Mists section of Heaven's Ward. Um, so where we last left off, we journeyed up to journeyed up to the top of the Churning Mists via some all and killed Nidhogg's consort to get there. Um, she and, was guarding the entrance, I guess. And now we're like, huh, so where is Freysvelger? This place is big and this we don't know is, where he is. It's a big mass of floating rocks, um, just like the other one. But um, the first thing we notice... Is a a a, a Moogle? <laughs> yes, just, it, he floats right behind us. Floats right behind us, and then we're like, playing. and we're like, oh my god, that's a Moogle! And the Moogle's like, oh my god! And then like, the hell are those? And runs away. Isail makes a point of saying that she thinks they're very cute because, after all, her heart isn't made of ice. <laughs> uh huh. She is smitten, and Estinian is far too edgy for this stuff, so he's very upset. Um, we venture into where we think the Moogle ran off, um, and they've hidden themselves with with magic. And a cool so, big cave full of magic mushrooms. Yeah. I, are they mushrooms? I guess there's they're, mushrooms there. There's spores. Weird planty spory things. More like more like they're more like um dandelions. Dandelions, sure. Yes. Yeah. Um so the next quest is mountaintop diplomacy, very important one. We go we get we decide to um get help from the Moogles of the Twelves Wood because like they do the same bullshit. <laughs> and <laughs> we're friends with them. And we're friends with them. Um, and Kane said, uh, well, we go to Gridania. Well, we, I will say leaving behind, you know, Estinian and, uh, you say, uh, which I'm sure is going to go great. Those That's who fine. will get along like a house on fire. They'll just keep, keep watch. It's fine. They don't, well, they're not going to come with us <laughs> to fucking Eorzea. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm surprised that more didn't come of them having to spend time alone together, but oh mm. well. <laughs> yes, we go to 12, we go to 12s, would we go to Gridania? We meet up with Kalisena. Yeah. Kali, Ka Who? Kelly Kelly Senna? Kelly Kelly Senna. <laughs> Kelly. K A L dash E dash S E N N A. How do you pronounce this? It's it's not it's not even how you spell it. What? <laughs> I don't know. She's Kelly Senna now. <laughs> Her name is Kelly. And she finally sees fit to help us out in an ambassador can't say that word. Ambassadorial fashion. I'm having word troubles today too. Ambassadorial fashion. A plot device, at best. She is becoming a plot device. <laughs> she has upgraded from 
a Barbie doll to a plot device. I will say that this got a lot more ambitious than I thought really quick. It's like, mm-hmm. it, we were going to go back and ask the Moogles for help, but now we've got, like, she's coming along. We've got a Moogle emissary with us, and mm-hmm. it's a whole yeah, diplomatic Yeah, Kuplo mission. cop happens to be there because he was bringing... Um, why was he... He just... There was some reason he was... Some coincidence, whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. Kuplo cop is there, and he's, like, happy to help because we're his buddies. Yeah, basically. And also, like, maybe Moogles come from the mountains to begin with. Maybe yeah. that's where the we- whole Legend of the Great King thing even started. Kane Senna... As, as she suggests, the whole of the Wailing Wood and the guard were like, no, you can't. You can't do anything. You couldn't possibly <laughs> stay stay back and then doing this forest. And, and she's just like, shut up. It's fine. <laughs> shut fine. up. It's fine. It's just fine. come with. So they all come with. Um, Inter- I do like that Like we get to teleport back because we have the Ethernet, but Alphano has to like take them through the long way because they mm-hmm. haven't unlocked the, 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 no. the fast travel points yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they come, they come barging in with a fuck ton of soldiers and weapons. <laughs> and I'm sure the Moogles are totally okay with that. Thrilled about it, really. Thrilled about it. But um, what Kane Sena does is what most do, shrine maidens do best. She goes up to the kind of podium there and she glows faintly. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> and then the Moogles are like, hell yeah, a faint glow. <laughs> You guys, not just and they that. come out and they come out of hiding. Kupal Cup also blows his little trumpet. He does. He does fly around and blow a little trumpet, which is God, also what they like. Just, I, I love the Moogles. The Moogles they're, just, are they're so much fun. This is a great little tone break here. Uh, yes, yes. Your opinion differs greatly from that of Reddit at the time. Really, <laughs> everyone hated them. not them, but not everyone, but you know the people, the, the the type of people who frequent Reddit comment sections. Um don't enjoy don't experience joy so you know it's, they didn't like this it's it's comic it's fun. comic fucking what's it comic um relief like it's, it's super important and it's like an hour of content holy yeah, shit it's, it's, it's like re- seven quests yeah it like it, it was like this it was never cut like this wasn't that long and people are just like i don't know well whatever a lot of people a great. lot of people out there hate fun and shame on you if you don't like this part you're wrong that's a tepid take from me. So, so we have to um, we, we meet, we meet Moglin, who is a big Moogle. Big Moogle. <laughs> I, I think I, the size of a vending machine? I don't know. I, no, he's much bigger than the people. I'm shorter than you, but I take your point. He's much bigger than that. <laughs> he's definitely the size of like a... <laughs> he's definitely the size of my apartment. <laughs> he's a really big Moogle. Um so he gives us this really, we meet Moglin and he's like, he's like, okay, you seem pretty cool, but I totally don't trust you. Um, but we do our thing and we suggest like, might there be anything we can help help you out with? And he gives issues? us three trials. He says, an excellent suggestion, Kupo. In the interest of fostering friendship and keeping an eye on you, <laughs> I extend to you the hospitality of Mongholm. And I'm like, you know what? I wish more characters were more straight, <laughs> straight forthcoming about their emotions. Yeah, it, it makes for better storytelling when characters just say what they're feeling. He's just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just keeping an eye on you. Anyway, um, we we get three so Moogle trials three, here. The trials of trustworthiness. We go to Moghan's trial where we go get some flowers. That's it. That's it. We just run around. There's one that's hidden kind of far up in an awkward way. I found it. We then we do that. And he's like, thank you. Um, we go, we talk to Mogmog and do his trial. And he says, go kill some dinos. And, and that's it. We just kill some dinosaurs. Yep. And then we go to Mogwin's trial. And he says, hey, hey talk to some of the Moogles. Get to know them. See what they want. That's that's it. <laughs> well, it, it's more than that. It's like, it, it, he's like a Moogle artist. And he oh. has lost a piece of like his art. Yeah, okay. Which, which it, it's like a pebble that he painted. Yeah, he painted a pebble. And then the other Moogles are like, that fucking stupid. <laughs> one of one of them is like th- two of them are like that's that's why I'm not looking for that stupid thing. Why would I why would I have that? And one of why them thinks that is. And the other one's like, oh, it's lost. No, <laughs> they think that Mogwin is a master. Which like I I love the implication here that there's like a Moogle fine art market, which was almost a joke that we did, but we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. That's <laughs> the game already did the joke. Um, anyway, so those are the three trials. Those are the three do. trials. Just we find the painted pebble, and he's like, "Thanks, that's it." And Moglin gives us his judgment. Uh, we gather our compatriots, so Moglin doesn't have to needlessly repeat himself. And Elfino is kind of like, "I just did a bunch of chores. Did you just do a bunch of chores?" <laughs> yeah, we're all just kind of did a bunch of chores. And he's just the verdict is in. We are his friend. And while they have uh, prepped for a while, they did that. 
prepping for Haste Felger, we did we did in fact just do all their chores. Yes, he was like, you know, it would have taken them months to run all the chores that we did. Yeah, I'm sure nobody would complain about that story beat. And <laughs> <laughs> like right after all of that thing. Because they had to keep us busy for all the time that it took them to um find a trumpet. Get the horn. Estinian is not thrilled about this. <laughs> This is not his jam. Estinian is a total Reddit commenter. Estinian is a real edgelord. Yes, Estinian. Estinian has like 600,000 karma. That's the funniest part of this entire chunk of content. That's true. It's going to get more dire from here on out. I don't know what you're talking about. Leaving Mogholm is the next quest. Uh, we have to do something similar to what we did in the Forelands, where we just kind of venture a long distance and kill some monsters along the way, which yep. is whatever. We just explore and fight and stuff. We go through a town, like a, a ruined uh, a, a ruin, a set of ruins called Asa. Estinian remarks that Dravania is not as he thought. One thing here, before Connie Sana leaves, she does want oh, us yeah. to keep an eye on Estinian because underneath he's a, and I quote, storm of anguish. Okay, well we figured that out. Worth monitoring for later. Thanks. Anyway, sorry. Thanks, yes. thanks, Cal. You said her name right then, by the way. Yes, because I was paying attention to what you said. Damn it. Yeah, it's true. I did say Connie Sana glowed. I don't know. You I like that you pay attention to what I say, but not what the, not, not what the game says. Yeah, well, one of those is more important than the other. Uh, anyway, I uh, don't know. I don't agree. <laughs> the path through this area does take us through an area called the Landlord Colony, which yes. I did not understand. Oh, this is um. Well, how do I explain it? So, landlords and skylords, right? Uh, the people are the oh, landlords, and the dragons okay. are the skylords. Okay. Okay. That I was like, I, I wasn't. So I yes, this is a landlord colony. I couldn't perceive the renting arrangements. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, there's um, inflation. It's through the roof. It's sky high. That's terrible. I'm not <laughs> dignifying. I'm not dignifying that. <laughs> Just did. So we get to the halfway point, and it's at that point that Maghan is kind of worried because by the time we've gotten there, it's really windy out, and that means that normally Hraesvelger uh, is like off his perch and hunting down below and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like so if we go up and find him, he's probably not even going to be there. It's far too windy. He's he's going to be. He's gonna be circling the airport forever with these storm winds. Yeah, and then and then he's got to like taxi. <laughs> it takes forever, so we'll just we'll just camp out. Wait for we'll wait for the red eye. That one was better. No, and then we um yeah, so we decided to camp <laughs> overnight, which we, we do get a very cute moment. Like Alphano gets very excited about like leaving to find firewood. I like this little arc he's on where like he goes from having no idea what to do in the outdoors to sort of like feeling proud of like having some basic competent skills about not how not to die of exposure yeah except then we then he just one wanders off well no he, he gets firewood oh yeah he, and so makes us it, she makes a nice stew oh no this is no, the quest. Yeah, no, I, yeah this yeah. is the quest where he's like i'm feeling confident about my wilderness skills and we have to like go hold his hand while while monsters don't kill but, him also, we do that because Estinian is like, hey, that kid's probably like not safe out there. We should go look over him. L- yeah. Like the Estinian Alphano little bond that's kind of forming here is it's cute. Very good. Anyway, there's some evil trees in the area, so we just kill them. Yeah, Estelle uh, made a stew and Estinian learned a new recipe. Yes, that's right. The food looked quite good. <laughs> Alphano reminisces at this point about his upbringing, um, I guess, uh, and how he's like kind of so naive. And Estelle comforts him, being like, not everyone, like, you've made it pretty far. Like, not everyone questions what they believe at all. So the fact that you've already come to, you've come this far with regards to questioning what you knew and, like, you didn't you didn't double down on your crystal brave bullshit is probably pretty good. Yeah. And even Estinian is like, yeah, like, okay, even these ruins are pretty convincing proof that men and dragons... <laughs> Lived in harmony. It, it, it's great because, like, Isail and Estinian give Alphano two different perspectives. Like, um, she gets a great line. She literally says, "Like, I would rather sin in the pursuit of peace than imagine myself virtuous for perpetuating a needless war." Great line. Mm-hmm. And then Estinian basically says, "Like, look, at your age, I was also an idiot. You're doing great. Don't worry." Uh, yeah, and he, but he still holds true to what he believes in, in spite of the the the, the proof too. Like, there's two different ways. He's like. Yeah, man and dragon did live in harmony, but I am still gonna kill Nidhog. <laughs> and it sounds like, hey, you said you you said you give her your word, and he's like, oh. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is gonna work. <laughs> Only if negotiations fall through, which I expect they guess will. Talked, talk down to him, I guess. So then, Heart of Ice is the next quest, where a very important quest. We climb up Zenith, this big towering sort of 
winged stone structure and summon Reisfelger with the little tootie horn. Which, like, I thought would be like a cute little like Moogle tube, but actually, it's kind of this <laughs> like on. epic. Wait, let me go. Let me go summon Reisfelger. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if this can go that high. This is. I'm getting, I'm getting he, he's, he's getting his saxophone. He started Hell teaching yes. himself the saxophone like two months ago. It's Hell annoying yes. how fast he's progressing. Anyway, but this does summon down uh, Hrelsvigur, who is pretty annoyed at us for disturbing him. Fair, all things considered. Hrelsvigur, noticeably missing an eye. Weird. Yeah, I didn't pick up on this, but it's going to come back around at the end. There's a lot of stuff I'm very confused about now. <gasps> Spoilers. Hrelsvigur is like, leave me alone, idiots. Get off my lawn. And Yazel thinks she's, uh, she's like, but I am your lover reborn. Look at me. Being your lover and all. And Hrysfelger's like, you just summoned a primal. You're not Shiva. Like You just believe that you are. And then suddenly you're no different than my elder brother, who is Bahamut. Right? No, actually, like the implications here are actually super interesting. Well, yeah, they are. But like what you did is not Shiva. Shiva is inside me. Yes. But like, <laughs> but it, it points to like that the primals really are kind of constructed, right? Like the, yes. there's, there's no, there's no there there. They are whatever sort of like you know faith shapes them into. They are, be. Yes, they are. And they like, are created. They are manifestations of belief. And um, and like her, be, her believing that she Shiva does not actually conjure Shiva's spirit from the ether or from Reisfelger or anything. No. It just creates like a simulacrum of what she believes Shiva to be like, which S- is pa un Shiva. <laughs> yes exactly it's very interesting and okay look I, i'm just i'm gonna fit this in here and then we'll keep talking about all the very interesting plot stuff that happens here he raises some questions though when the who summons titan the kobold summon titan kobolds yeah when the kobolds summon titan over and over are they summoning the same titan each time well or? yeah i mean like they're they it's their god like if we could summon I mean, uh, but like is there like a continuity of consciousness like is there actually a titan out there who's being called on or are they just building a new titan each time i don't uh um, it might not matter I but it, these are the questions i feel that like i feel me. like it's building a titan each time i think this is very cool it would be interesting though because like it's for instance if you were to summon louis Swah, would he remember his would he always remember because like he remembered himself like he wasn't he was reconstructed as a primal um, but he remembered his grandchildren, so maybe it is like the same one that gets resummoned. Kind of like, um, I guess Theros gods, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? They're the same ones, but they are made manifest by their people. Manage Magic the Gathering. Uh, I might have to cut that out, but Alex gets. <laughs> I think this is all very cool. This is also probably the point where you should insert a quote for me in episode one when I said I did not care about primals. You definitely didn't. <laughs> I'm not going to go back and do that. Probably. There's enough editing already. Our listeners can imagine it. Anyway, okay. Point being that he's established like, no, look, you're not Shiva. You are a simulacrum of Shiva that you've created out of your own faith. Like, mm-hmm. you're kind of making a mockery of my dead lover. Uh, but Alphino is like, okay, well, that aside, <laughs> we still came here in the name of peace. And Felger drops um, a bomb. Not sure if it's a truth bomb, but it is certainly a bomb or, you know... A, a, different, bomb. a different perspective on the Dragon Song War about uh, the gruesome murder of his sister, Radatosker. I'll give you that one. Thank you. Radatosker. Okay. There's a few, okay. There's a few things going on here. He also, I think, drops that at one point, um, other dragons in the past attempted to summon a primal of another dragon as they Maricidia, were like... Yes. yes. That was That was Bahamut. Oh, that was Bahamut. Yeah, they summoned, oh, okay, they summoned okay. Bahamut. Oh, okay, okay. They're referencing Bahamut there. Yes. Okay, got it. Yes. Yes. Anyway, sorry, jumping ahead to the stuff That's that you're fine. talking like, about. We, yeah, those are the dragons we saw in the Binding Coils of Bahamut. That's very cool how that all comes together. Yes. yes. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> they thought they thought this through, turns out. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, there's King Thordon. Happened, yeah, who, the, yeah, King yes. Thordon, um, same name as the, the Pope, if you remember. Uh, he um, and his Knights 12 sought power. As uh, as as mortals are wont to do, and um, learned of the immense power in the eyes of dragons, and they and so they 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 lured the most amenable, <laughs> the most friendly of the dragons, the most tame, into uh, 
I can't. Where is it's somewhere in the churning mist, whatever, uh, and killed her. They tore out her eyes and feasted on them, which yeah. gave them tremendous strength. Feasted on them and her body, and they gave them yeah dragon powers. And um, Nidhogg was, I think, the most close to her um, in the family, and so he uh, his mind was lost to rage. And as we learned, dragons lost to rage are, you know, I guess akin to temper. I guess uh, they're they're more their emotions are more. Um, permanent, I guess, and that's why like dragons also don't why forget easily. They it's less that it's that mechanically something about their souls is like temperable with regards to their emotions, which is also I mean, Price Felger calls out repeatedly that like if my soul wasn't kind of uh, entwined with Shiva's right now with empathy for your fucking kind, I I would kill you, <laughs> but instead I'm going to leave you. <laughs> Um, so there's something kind of cat-like about them, you know, they just kind <laughs> of, are, they just kind of respond to stimuli. <laughs> but like, Estinian yeah. does also point out at this point, though, he does say something like, it's a very convenient story that absolves you of all responsibility. Why should we Exactly. So you? it's not necessarily a truth bomb, but it's like certainly a different perspective on the war. But thus we deduce or learn that Nidhogg's plan is not necessarily to destroy Ishgard, um, as it were, but rather just to torment Ishgard forever. Which I, I like this a lot, actually. I like this as like an explanation for like, why haven't the dragons just destroyed the stupid city yet? They don't want to. They just want them to suffer. So he lures, you know, the heretics out, causes strife within the people, causes horrific transformations with them with promises of power. Um, yeah, no, like, and that's the other fucked up bit, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's not just that the heretics can drink dragon blood to temporarily turn into, like, dragon men. It's literally that because of the bloodline or whatever, they can transform into dragons. And so Nidhogg has been replenishing his, like, mm-hmm. his side of dragons with people from Ishgard who he tempted into becoming heretics, basically. Basically, yes. Which is, like, really cool and fucked up. And uh, and Hassel is like, oh, God. <laughs> What have I been doing? Oh, Alphano also has a reaction here where Alphano is aghast at this because he thinks of all the dragons we've killed and like yeah. they were actually people. And I'm like, Alphano, even if they weren't human before, they were still people. We know the dragons are people. We kill people all the time. <laughs> Two. We've killed a lot of people. We have killed a lot of people. But it's like, you know, um, we're not necessarily... I, 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 don't, I wasn't particularly phased by it, but good try. Yisrael still, she she hasn't given up. We can still give the eye back and ask for forgiveness. She was like, we got to give this a chance. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I feel I, I thought she was kind of disparaged for a moment. Oh well, no, she she does at the very end. I think I think because okay. she just yeah, kind of yeah, sits she, she, at Zenith though while she, we go kill Nidhogg. She proposes that, and and then Bracefugger calls her a fool. Dragons think in a much longer time scale. Our apologies oh. mean nothing. Oh Even yeah, if we peace. didn't do the crime to Nidhogg, the crime was as good as yesterday. Yeah. And then he just departs. He's like, peace, idiots. And at this point, um, you say I was like really, really shaken by the whole Shiva thing. Her kind, her self identity is really kind of yeah, her Shiva thing, and the whole uh oh rattled. <laughs> uh oh, I, I, I guess I really have been perpetuating the war, haven't I? Uh, yes, you have. So, so we're gonna leave her alone yeah, on the top of this tower. Not, not exactly how you're supposed to interpret that vision, but here you go. Next quest is Worm's Lair. Well, that was a bust. Time to go kill Nidhogg. Yep. <laughs> Estinian's like, ah, I hate to say I told you so, but... But I was right all along. And he jumps away. <laughs> but... Bye! <laughs> just... We, no, we um, got to... We have to find the airy... Um, yeah, we, we go find... We know where it is. We can see it. It's just like, well... uh, Probably that big dark storm cloud over there, right? Yeah, I guess. So we find it. Um, we, he kind of, I guess he also kind of scouts it out with his eye. The, some feeling, some some dowsing shit happening there, whatever. We find it. Um, it's got a big barrier of lightning. If only I had some sort of solution. Oh, right. We've done this before. <laughs> Yay. They're, they're reusing. <laughs> they're reusing this sort of uh, gate, this false gate. Uh, yes. Uh, Alphano also at this point, I think, does say, like, um, we're like four people and Nidhogg could destroy Ishgard. How are we going to beat him? And Estinian is, like, very confident that, you know, well, he's got the eye and I'm the warrior of light. So we can kind of do anything. But okay. th- conveniently, there's a gate in the way. And all right, we're going to tell uh, Sid about this. And um, Basically while say, that's hey, happening. Um, put another airship to let yeah. us, you know, get through we, the wind barrier. We find we find Garland. He's at the um, Sky Steel Manufactory in Ishgard, and we get to well, take wait, a look at the one one thing here. Actually, I, it's we get back to the city, 
And yes. Elfin was like, man, where is Sid? I don't know oh, how to find him. Oh, we have him. to go talk to Amanolan, who then tells us to go find Sid. Which, but like, Amanolan's gossip about where Sid is, is that Sid is at the airship manufactory. It's like, Elfina, we could have just checked there first. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was so pointless that I didn't want to bring it up. Sorry. Cool. I well, now we brought it up. <laughs> The, great now we go we take a look at the mana cutter which is this cool little airship like little uh little schooner of an airship right? they, they've basically built like like an airship fighter jet kind of like it's got a it's a little sailboat that goes in the air um and but but it's not done yet and tataru bursts into the sky steel manufacturing being like shut the fuck up nanamo's awake we're going back to the waking sands right now <laughs> we're like okay okay i said finish the airship and we'll be back <laughs> So um, a general summons is this quest. We head back to the Waking Sands and we meet up with Raban, who's got but a, a spiffy new outfit. The, the pacing on this plotline has been very weird. Yeah, well, let's just get through it. Okay. The, <laughs> we say that every time we get back with flashback into this thing. Let's just get it done. There's word from the palace. They recently got a big shipment of chemical supplies. Some sleuthing has revealed that yeah. in them is a substance designed to sustain patients trapped in a deathlight slumber, which is incredibly specific. And but- Raban's like, oh my gosh, that sounds horrible, and tries to clutch his pearls and is like, oh, wait. <laughs> But he does again. His outfit does it does conceal his arm armlessness a little bit better now. It's pretty good. It's very it's very cloaky. Very Final Fantasy. So so um, the Sultana is currently kept in like a medically induced coma, basically. And before yeah. we just yank her out of it, we probably should find out more about her actual medical condition. So we're off to find her lady in waiting, the woman yeah, because, who kind of did yeah. the whole thing to start. Okay. Um. Yeah. Great. We we do that. We head just south. She's not far. We go and meet her, and she's like, oh, I'm going to, instead of talk to you, try to leave. And then <laughs> there's more people. There's this great animation where, like, Raban marches up on her, and the her camera eyes work just... on Raban is extremely intimate during this whole cutscene. Like, he's... Con- the camera work is constantly just, like, ow! <laughs> it keeps, like... Like, if this were Kung Pao into the fist, he would keep hitting the camera. And then, like, the way that her eyes looked, like, to the left, then the right, then straight <laughs> up at the camera, she's like, ah, shit. I'm not getting out of this. Yeah. Um, and, and then and then everyone else from Ulda who's been behind or involved in this whole thing just shows up and knew we were here and everything. Lola yeah. and his entire entourage. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty easy to get out there really quick. Okay, so we learn a bit more about her from... Yeah. Uh, somebody else somebody else i think higiri maybe i can't remember i was a little confused about this so so the plot was to put like this maid this actually maid, has yeah. royal blood in her yeah she has claim to the throne from her blood from like an old and different so dynasty probably she was promised like look you'll get to be the queen and yeah. she let that go to her head and now she regrets it like i feel bad for this girl we don't get a ton of her yeah. story well but yeah, she, she clearly gets, like, got one like, voice line where she's like um nope not me. Bye. She clearly got manipulated into this by some powerful people, and she's probably pretty upset with herself. Yeah. Lolorito then steps in with 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 Julala. That's not his voice. And Lolorito's like, everything has gone as I planned. I even gone. hoped that you would kill Teleji, and you did. Elbert knew about this whole plot. Like Elbert knew about the fake assassination um, and lied to Rabondo, manipulated him into killing there. Yes. And like the crystal braids were compromised from the, the start is the point. Like, the third like, division of them. Yeah. They were, um, they were under his thumb, but um, turns out Ilbert just got a little bit annoying. <laughs> he got a little bit too clingy and Lolorito dropped that hoe. So uh, he's like, uh, you, he comes over to you. Raban is like, you up? And Raban's like, hell no. And then Dulal is like, you murdered a syndicate member. You better be up. And Raban then changes his tune real quick. <laughs> That's exactly how that cutscene goes. I well, reenacted it perfectly. Yeah, it's spot on. I, it's an incredible impression. They should hire you. Yeah. No, so the. So um, Lolorito, what he's offering here is a blank slate. They've got a corpse, of. a fugitive, and a live sultana and her guard captain. They well, can just build a new story and have the whole thing be nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I get. Um, well, so first off, Raban's not, not having this. He accuses um, um, Lolorito of treason. And Duwala points out, you also did I kill ch- Teleji. Man, so, you I know, just perfectly recapped this. <laughs> I just perfectly... <laughs> I, I I guess what I'm getting at, what I'm trying to get at here is I'm not entirely sure how Lolorito has advanced his position through all of this, other than I guess Teleji is dead now and the Sultana owes him one, which I guess is enough. That's pretty good. 
he, you know, is willing to overlook that whole sort of abdication, throw the city into chaos plan. We're just going to pretend nothing happened. Yep. And that's the end of that plot line. Well, we, we go back to Ulda and we do like the... Oh, yeah. we She wakes up. I have some mixed feelings about this. I, mm-hmm. Again, like I kind of alluded to last time, on the one hand, it is genuinely touching. Raban clearly, like, you know, loves yeah. this woman. Like, you know, clearly she's very important to him. Mm-hmm. We're all relieved that she's going to be okay. Yeah. Lodorito's like, hold off on that whole abdication thing for a bit. The Empire has a big new airship. So, you know, let's oh, not, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, the Agrius is coming. Or the- like, it's all fine. On the, on the other hand, I'm like... I do hope the game doesn't make a habit of this, of like mm-hmm. sort of like teasing big changes in sort of the world state mm-hmm. and then undoing them, you know, half an expansion later. Like the version of this in which the Sultana is off the throne and Raban is on the run or underground or whatever is an interesting story. And instead we've kind of wound everything back and now she's back and yeah. she's back as a guard captain. And it's like, I, I hope that we don't always reset the status quo. Yep. Well, that's the end of that plot line. Yep, that's how that wrapped up. Stone. I bet that I bet that skinny oh. I bet that skinny little bitch lost so much weight in that coma, though. <laughs> Her <laughs> legs did look very sticky. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I, I, I was slightly confused then after, here. Apparently, we're also completely off the hook. I did not grasp this, but also I mean, like we didn't we're do just, anything. <laughs> we're totally like you know just like eh. we, we also if the if the sultana's alive, nobody assassinated her. So what could they possibly charge us with? <laughs> I guess I'm just surprised at the greed, which is like okay, and we get to go back and be and be the science of the seventh dawn again. Kind of. Well, we have to find them. Um, but uh, at, at, after this meeting, Alfino comes to a realization. At a weird time, I don't know, something was off about this for me. He was like, I've decided to disband the Crystal Braves. And I was like... No, I also found this weird. Are they still around? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was like... like <laughs> what? Do you have the authority to do that? Like, didn't you just get well, you timed and usurped? Like, 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 we come back and, like, you're still in charge of everything and there's still like, a functional in, organization. What are you in charge of? There's nothing to... Do. Okay, whatever. Here we go. <laughs> I guess the point is that there are still some Braves that were actually decent and stuck around um, after... Ilbert got got and like or we're always you know like real the the blonde haired guy was like something's up I'm gonna look into this so we get back to the rising stones and Alphano's like I'm disbanding you guys and they're like you know we figured that was coming but also we're always gonna be a company because we think you're a great leader and we believe in the cause basically regardless of whether or not we have a uniform we meet up yeah it's so great to hear from real Alien Doari FME and Eric and and Alphano starts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alphano starts to cry, which on the one hand, genuinely sweet. On the other hand, okay, dude, calm down a little bit. I don't like, know. I'd be, little, I'd, I'd be a little sad. No, I, I am too. It's just, it's more that like, I understand where he's at emotionally and him kind of like tearing up is genuinely sweet, but also like the degree of self-effacing that he is doing is reaching a bit of a point where I'm just like, okay, we get it. You feel really bad about what you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ergamus didn't mind. No. <laughs> everyone's very, everyone's very pleased. Uh, so he's going to stay back and care, take care of business while we go check in with Sid. All right. Well, that's done. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Thank God. All right. Airship's ready to go. Praise Haloni. Back to House Quest. Ready, ready to fly. Back. We got to go check on the mana cutter. Um, Almost ready. Uh, It's almost ready. It's not quite ready. It's almost ready. Whatever. Go check on Estinian. He's in House Fort Tom hanging out. Unlike where you told where he said he'd be. And I was like, oh, all right. See, whatever. I guess he got bored. And he said. His answer was like, eh, Nidhogg is just staying up there. He's not leaving. So I figured like, he'd be safe to come back. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just chill here. Have a drink. So it's time for us to go brief Emmerich on the whole plan, which Alphano then shows up. It's like, okay, well, you took care of business for like two minutes, but whatever. Uh, absolutely. We, um, well, yeah, he did so off cam. I would have liked to see to have seen Al, uh, Emmerich's reaction to like, you did what? Yes. There's- <laughs> that would have been cool, but it was a little, but whatever. Turns out slaying Tiamon stemmed the invasion a bit um, due to just putting Ned Hog off guard, I guess. Why not? I don't know. I guess I'd be on. He, he's in a defensive posture now, so he's not attacking the city quite as much. Mm-hmm. Into the airy. This is the quest title. And in it, we go into the airy. We do. Yes. So we just, okay, we're going to get in the ship and we're going to fly straight into the airy. Um, so we didn't do this together. I'd like to know, I guess, what your what your impressions were of the airy. I mean, it, it's cool. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. definitely good visual motif. Giant sky fortress cave lots thing. Lots of purple. Lots of purple. Lots of other colors. Um, you know, the, there were the sleeping dragons lying around. We mm-hmm. did not aggro those. I'm aware that you can do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that was actually pretty straightforward. Um, you know, just ran the dungeon, got to Nidhogg at the end. 
Um, wiped on that fight once, but not twice. Fight's you know, really just, fun. It, it, it's, it's, it's very, a good it's fight. very, it's pretty cinematic. Pretty cool fight. Um, yeah, it's when he gets there ahead yeah, of us. To, we have you, to like, yeah, you protect him while he does the eye thing, and then he protects you with the eye. Uh, and then I was like, "What the fuck? That's mine. <laughs> Give me that back." And then he dies. So actually, what happens? This is oh, so fucking cool. The Nick Nick Hug cutscene. Estinian's just like fuck you and jumps on right on his head it's just it just like wastes no time it just plunges the spear yeah, right plunges into his the head. spear directly like, oh! into his head <laughs> just not wait he does not fuck around which Destiny is great is no chill a lot of, a lot of people in this game fuck around and Destiny does not yep there's a big flying battle Nidhogg's and trying they, to throw him off there's red lightning there's all kinds of thrashing it's very uh, much very much not a Quentin Tarantino film no posturing no, whatsoever. whatsoever. He just gets right to it, all stabs him the in the eye, holds on through his spear. Nidhogg tries to fl- fling him off, and then Mysterian makes a horrifying face, <laughs> a really, a really scary face, and he plunges his spear into the eye. Um, and we notice at this point, and then he jumps off of Nidhogg. Um, Nidhogg falls off of the the area and kind of dissipates. Um, interestingly, and um. Estinian's armor is now red, bright red, bright red. I thought was blood at first, but I think it's actually the armor. He stained. He said his armor was stained with corruption. Um, so there's some sort of bullshit happening there. Some sort of woo-woo emotional bullshit happening there. Which I, he plucks the eye out. Um, I will say here, his final line is, "You gifted my people a thousand years of suffering, not gift you an eternity of darkness." Estinian, you had like years to come up with this. You could have done a bit better than that, or just could have not said anything could have just stabbed him that would have been equally bad it was fine it's great no it was great um hey that eye's not red it's yellow it's very yellow nidhogg's other eye is red Asinian's like i have both eyes of nidhogg and i'm like i don't know this is pretty obviously not nidhogg's eye this is at this point we get another flashback and things get increasingly confusing oh hell yeah yeah we got an echo flashback right after well we get our lightning crystal back yep we could we display a true test of bravery by from uh, by murdering one of another another one no just one of um um Midgard Summer's kids I forgot his name for a sec and he's like cool have a crystal back thanks for murdering my son I guess I don't know why but okay there's like a whole Shakespearean <laughs> dragon drama happening behind the scenes that we're not privy to um the echo <laughs> will no one rid me of this troublesome nithog <laughs> nice um. The echo right after the murder of, uh, we're definitely witnessing the murder of Ratatouk Nidhogg. <laughs> I was like, we we're like, oh, there's these there's these Elazen murdering a dragon. That's definitely Ratatouska, right? And he's like, no, Nidhogg is dead. And I was like, whoa, what? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I I'm not following this. We get a flashback to a it's dude awesome. who is a king who get who takes two a, yellow dragon eyes no he takes red dragon eyes red they're dragon they're nidhogg's eyes okay they're and he eyes. is not a king he is prince haldreth he, okay yes he's the prince, prince and so he yes. chooses not to become the king he yeah, abdicates he abdi- the throne he's in his just like, f- uh, he um and this is where we learn the truth of the kind of start of the dragon song war they did not kill nidhogg he took both his eyes out and let and left nidhogg to die he thought he killed nidhogg yeah. he thought nidhogg would not last he was yeah. wrong um so in doing so he in doing and abdicating the th- throne because he knew that Thordan's li- Thordan and like whatever this whole thing was a farce because they killed Ratatoskr. They were showing remorse for it, but they also had to take care of Nidhogg out of self defense. Um, and then he he tries to abolish the throne. And there are four people left who have to govern the city and this whole thing because a bunch of people are like, well, my uh, like a bunch of people in the guard, the twelve guard or whatever, were like, my allegiance is to the bloodline alone, so I'm just gonna go fucking. I don't know. Make some coffee or something cool. Like I don't. If I don't, I don't want to fucking govern the nation. One of the guys does leave to start a coffee shop. It's very good. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so wait. Okay. So so I'm going to try and track. So. Yeah. He killed Nidhogg and took two red eyes. Yes. Estinian has one red eye. Mm-hmm. We just killed what we thought was Nidhogg and mm-hmm. got a gold eye. Mm-hmm. Race Felger is also missing an eye. What color are his eyes? Gold. Okay. You did the quest at the end of this section, right? Where? No, I didn't, because you said you're going to end it into the airy. Fuck, did I? Oh shit! I meant to do a song begin. I swear I said song. Well, I'll tell you what the song. Tell I, me what happens. Oh uh, yeah, it was fine. It's like the next. Oh, I'm going to spoil him. Yeah, no, it. it's it's. Oh, fuck! I I miss. I guess I miscommunicated. Or I, meant, I didn't hear correctly. No, I I probably misspoke. 
or just didn't understand the thing because like it it's definitely right this arc a hundred percent ends at the song begins oh no i can't we have to hold on we have to pause and watch this cutscene. okay we have to hold on this is live you have to log in on my on my computer and do this we're gonna we're gonna we'll be right back okay we're back okay well that explains everything yeah Turns out that mystery was not going to be long lingered at all. <laughs> no. Okay, so 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 I was we. Like, lo- why do you not know? <laughs> so we learned. Okay, so this is what's going. We learned what's going on with the eyes. So yeah. Nidhog had both his eyes pulled out. He would die. Um, Felger was basically Nidhog approached Felger and said, "Brother, give me one of your eyes. I need to stay alive. I need to wage my campaign of vengeance against the humans. They have killed my broodmate. They have or sister. Mm-hmm. They have all, all all that good stuff." And Felger basically acquiesces. We, we get this, we confront him about this, and we get it all in flashback that rather than let, let, let Nidhogg die, he gave up one of his eyes to let his brother live in order to wage a campaign against the humans, which I don't think is that out of character for him, but definitely no. kind of like it definitely shakes you sail, I think, because she really thought that it was a way to, like, you know, bring that, that, that by. She thought the dragons were sort of in the right about everything. And this really has given her a perspective on actually, like, there was a chance here for this sort of bloodshed to end, even if it ended in, in like, an ugly manner. And instead, decisions were made by the dragons to per- perpetuate stuff further. Yeah, for vengeance. Um, mm-hmm. Just for vengeance's sake and whatever. So, yeah. Um, war begets war, I guess, is the moral of the story there. Um, bit I of a do, downer, but bit I, of a I get it. downer. There's... I guess I'm curious, like, I'm, does this now wrap Esail's arc and her presence in the game, or is she going to be like a regular fixture going forward? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, there's something. There's something you're not getting. There's okay. Something. There's a hint that the game has been giving you, kind of, at this point, that you're not. It's very funny, very interesting. That I, I, when I, I very remember picking this up like right away. Interesting. I'm trying to figure out what I could be. Well, what, what am I missing? Is it about the dragons? I mean, it's obviously about the dragons. It's obviously okay. about the, the dragons and the dragon song war. Um. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I mean, you'll tell me. No, I can't tell you. It's it's going to be resolved. It's very very interesting. Um that there's this really there's this really big unanswered question with um regards to uh the dragons a number is off i'll give you that hint are there more eyes missing okay i'll think about yeah (laughs) maybe like (laughs) all right one of nidhogg's eyes is still out there okay yes okay yes okay oh okay 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 okay. yes one of one of nidhogg's eyes is still out there i guess i was tracking that i just didn't think you i've been waiting for the game to kind of bring that back up i assume some other ish guardian has it or something yeah where do you think it is like you just assume that why um I don't know. I did. It didn't. I didn't flag it as important. Okay. Now that you pointed out, actually, given what it's been doing to Estinian, probably is important where that thing is. <laughs> yeah, where the where the hell is that thing? Right? Like you said, you like I didn't have to bring this up because you're like, oh well, that's all neatly wrapped up. But I'm like, no, it's no, not. it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, okay, I mean, you're, you're right. Like, there's all the stuff with the Holy Sea still is going on, yeah. and like the other dragon eye is out there and everything. Right. Um, Nidhogg uh, being dead is like interesting, but yeah, there's this, this, this and also there's like half this expansion to go still. Yeah, so actually, right. well, the biggest hint of all, I've, biggest hint, but also like yeah, where is it? Like where is it going? Well, we gotta we gotta answer that question among many others. Uh, but cool, that does it for the MSQ recap section. Now's the time we gotta pay the bills. We, we gotta, gotta go to the, the bills. Gotta go to the check our retainers. Get the get that coin. Go to the market board. Let's go to the market board. Let's go to the market board. Let's go Let's, to the uh, market board. And, and the, the question I have for you this week is, you know, it, it like if you're like most Fortune 500 companies, your company's resource management system is woefully out of date. It's probably what, from the 80s? It's probably working in COBOL still. You know, like it, the time has come for you really to, to, to get an upgrade. What a middle class joke. What a middle class <laughs> See, that's why this week we're sponsored by uh, Cloud Condo. Cloud Condo is the um, ultra-modern, ultra-advanced ERP um, 
a software package no. that you can uh, um, install at your company in order to fully automate uh, but, but, various stages of your, of your process. I, I need you to explain what what you think ERP means. It's an enterprise resource. Something? Enterprise resource? What's the... Okay, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just in the con... In the context of this game, go on, go on with your ERP ad. Oh, yeah, no, it's not that. No, it's a very professional software thing. It has nothing to do with... Are you sure it doesn't? Yeah, absolutely sure. I um, don't know. These ads are pretty suspicious. That was a little too on the nose. Okay, getting back to the copy. Um, You know, I mean, whether it's, you know, managing your multinational um, manufacturing chain or dealing with the many sort of litigation suites that are, suits that I'm sure the organ- any um, major organizations are yeah, boiled in. Yeah, I mean, my, my project is like organizing a big advertising campaign for this nightclub I'm running in uh, a place called uh, Mist, I believe. May have heard of it. Yeah, of course, down at the mist. You know, and, like, and I'm sure. Yeah, we got advertisements to... in, uh, in in Austin, Texas. <laughs> well, if you want to, you know, manage those advertisements and many more from one central location, you mm-hmm. need Cloud Condo. You know, Great. whether you have you know five thousand or five hundred thousand employees, Cloud Condo is set up for you to, uh, you know, control every aspect of your organization's uh, operations and finances. Yeah, yeah, and I assure you, this operation is extremely legal. So, you know, we had a lawyer look at it and the fact that, you know, our, our advertisements are really, really above board. Yeah, well, um, yeah, it can even automate that. You know, you can get those lawyers out of the picture with the. Oh, my God. We can automate our lawyers. <laughs> well, you can automate you can automate talking to them. OK, the, <laughs> the, the lawyer fantastic. on the other end will look at the ticket. But, you know, it's going to go through a system where you don't need to deal with, with dealing with an email. They got ready to use templates. Oh, man, I can't wait for robot lawyers. <laughs> And, you know, packages start as low as $70,000 annually. So I'm sure many of our listeners will want to jump on this offer. Yeah, yeah. Many of our middle class listeners can definitely (laughs) that understand what, what was it, Cobalt? (laughs) What was that reference you made? Cobalt. 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 The Cobalts? Are we summoning Titan? No, we're writing bank software. We're sexually summoning Titan. With our ERP software, <laughs> Okay, well, this read went off the rails in a way. I did I'm not taking expect. control of this. This is this is. In this hindsight, is, I don't know. If this, this is mine. <laughs> if you're a decision maker at your organization, um, you know, Cloud Condo wants to hear from you. You can request a quote, mention Stormbuds in the email subject line to get uh, moved to the front of the demo line. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. True, and it will also get you in front of the line. It, it it'll help you jump the queue at my nightclub. At the nightclub, yes, we do have a, we do have a cross promotion going on. <laughs> They'll even give you a fancy Bluetooth speaker when you walk in the door. Oh my god! Yeah, these guys give up big money. Fantastic. And you might find your one true god in Titan. Cool. So <laughs> why don't we um, go to school for Cobol, kids? Go to school for Cobol. You'd be surprised how much. <laughs> you can make um right cool uh that being said we are moving on towards the sort of user appreciation administration section called the magic broom the magic broom is it the magic broom um if you don't if you don't know what the hell that is that's an item that you can use to clean your chocobo stable oh (laughs) okay it just goes so that's like housekeeping um so Magic Broom, we uh, obviously are so grateful for the engagement. Keep or um, just want to remind you that you can find us uh, clips of uh, the highlights of the podcast on uh, TikTok and on Twitter at, at Stormbuds. Um, and I want to thank uh, people who've left fantastic user reviews. This is a user review from um, Seen It, Mean It, uh, Janet at Apple Podcasts. And uh, Janet, thank you very much for your uh, five-star review. You said, um, I was a little confused about that plot point in uh, the Trevanian Forelands where like the Nath were like one mind because I can't really count to one. I can only count to zero. Um, so it was really great that I was able to listen to this Stormbuds episode that helped me understand what the concept of one was. Um, so the one mind is like one thing. Now I get it. Um, two is still a little hard for me. 
Um, but thank you very much for teaching me a valuable lesson. And you're welcome, seen it, mean it, Janet. I had a cousin with that. You know, you can work in programming still. Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah, you got binary down. You got zero and one. You're, you could be a computer. You could go to school for COBOL. You could make a lot of money. You know, the timing of that almost lines up. So, yes. <laughs> it works out. It works out. You just never know what's going to be relevant uh, to us today. Um, I know last episode we mentioned the stream that's coming up. We don't have a date for it yet. We're estimating late August, but we've got some travel plans that might get in the way of it. So we'll have an announcement for you next stream. This is a pre-announcement announcement. We're announcing about the, the announcement. Announcing the announcement of the announcement. Uh, we, for teased the, the, we teased the announcement of the announcement last week. Uh-huh. We're actually announcing the announcing announcement. announcement. Um, you can, of course, get ready for that announcement by following me at twitch.tv slash Jerome House. That will, that will let you know when I go. But you'll also get spanned with a lot of teamfight tactics bullshit, so maybe don't. <laughs> I mean, what if they want to watch you play teamfight tactics? If you want to watch me play teamfight tactics, that's where you can. If they're a listener, they're I'm already attracted three, to your I'm magnetic personality. <laughs> my personality when I play that game is fuck! <laughs> Give me my goddamn Zaya! All right. <laughs> I think that's our episode. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us here at Storm Buds. Next episode, I, I am going to actually correctly tell you the quests that we are going to do. <laughs> and so that we don't have to break up recording with a little bit of game time. <clears throat> I meant to tell you this one. Uh, and this one, I am going to tell you that we are going to do quests. Um, I believe Unrest in Ishgard, which is the one right after this, to... Yeah, Onward to Charlian, I believe, should okay. be fine. That's easy enough. Um, so it's a little bit of a spoiler there, but whatever. <laughs> it's some in some of the quest givers. I imagine we go most places at some point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this will be interesting. We're going to like kind of 56 this. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. We've got a heck of a couple episodes as we approach the finale to heaven's word. Thank you so much for listening to us. I've already told you where you can find more of our clips and we're just so grateful and so happy to have you. And until next episode, born from bud storm of buds and we've been the storm buds, baby. Good morning. <laughs>